Welcome to Offscreen Babble with Shade and Kyle, where we talk about TV shows and movies we've seen recently. Today is episode 134, 72nd Emmy nominations, Happy Endings Special, Central Park Season 1 Finale, and Jim Gaffigan, The Pale Tourist. And if you're a returning listener, please make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and also make sure to subscribe. And make sure to check out our show notes, where you can see what we talk about at what time, so you can skip ahead and avoid spoilers. Okay, we are going to talk about the Emmy nominations. This is for the 72nd Emmys, uh, Primetime Emmys. Uh, in case you're like, what are the Primetime Emmys? I'm going to read the Wikipedia thing. Uh, the Primetime Emmy Award is an American award bestowed by the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences in recognition of excellence in American primetime television programming. By the way, I just woke up recently, so my voice is going to sound weird. I'm sorry. Um, this is going, specifically, this Primetime Emmys is highlighting programming from June 1st, 2019 to May 31st, 2020. So if there's, like, a show that's new that you're like, like, for instance, I May Destroy You, a show that we're really enjoying right now, that would not be eligible if, until mm. next year. Uh, the ceremony is supposed to take place on September 20th. It's going to be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. There is some confusion as to what they're going to do because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And so... Did you say February 20th? No, September 20th. Oh, oh. And if I did say February 20th, Again, I just woke up, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I also woke up recently, so I probably heard it wrong. Okay, okay. Um, so there's some mystery as to what's going to be happening September 20th. Uh, it feels like I was trying to see if they said anything this morning about that. It seems like they just talked about the nominations, so whatever. But I'm curious if they're just like trying to wait it out and see, like, maybe by September 20th, we could have some people in seats and, you know, I, mm. you know what I mean? But I don't know. So we're going to go over the nominations. We're going to try to go through it fairly quickly. Um, and then while we're going through nominations, we could just discuss like who we think will win, which will truly be based off of just our assumptions. Cause I think a lot of these shows maybe we haven't seen, I don't know. Um, and then maybe who we want to win. We'll just go through them pretty quickly. I'm reading this off of the television Academy Emmys website so um, normally I would read this off of Wikipedia, which was always nice because there would be links and I could answer questions and yeah, but that is not available right now. So let's go. Um, are you ready, hon? Yep. All right. So drama series. The nominees are Better Call Saul, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. Uh Kyle, we have seen some of these shows. I like Succession. You haven't seen that. And I'm, am I saying that right? Succession? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> For some reason, you say secession sometimes. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. Stranger Things. I think we enjoyed the last season. Ozark, we have not watched. Uh, the Mandalorian. This is a new show that uh, I think I liked and you really enjoyed. Yep. Right? Uh, Killing Eve, we didn't love last season. We thought it was okay. Handmaid's Tale, we haven't seen. The Crown, ugh, I like it, and it's amazing. And Better Call Saul, we dropped off of a long time ago. So who do you think is going to win? Um, Who do I think? Yeah, who do you think and who do you want? I think, based on your reaction, maybe The Crown? Oh, really? Okay. I mean, I don't know. Unless okay. 
Or uh, maybe Succession? I don't know. I Okay, so I would like Succession or The Crown. I would like The Mandalorian. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And, and you think The Crown is going to win just because I had a good reaction to it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, and it's all like you know, fancy, whatever. Amazing. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I could see the crown winning. Um. But I could also see Succession winning as well. So. Can we'll you see s- the Mandalorian winning? No. Oh. Uh, if it's nominated for like some type of like visual effects or something, I could see that. Yeah, for sure. All right. So let's go on to the next thing: comedy series. Uh, the nominees are Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me. The Good Place, Insecure, The Kaminsky Method, um, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Schitt's Creek, What We Do in the Shadows. So, um, What We Do in the Shadows, we only watched the first episode of season one. This is a show that I'm hearing good things about. I feel like we should go back to it. Schitt's Creek, loved it, thought it was great. The last season was very nice. Uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, we have not watched and doesn't seem like uh, we're ever going to. I don't know. Um, the Kaminsky method. What even is that? I don't even believe that's a real <laughs> thing. It's a <laughs> fake show. Like I know uh, insecure. Uh, we actually just started watching insecure. Kyle, you're really more into it than I am. I, I like mm-hmm. it, but you really like it. Um, the last episode, I started to feel what you were feeling. Okay, we don't need to go into yeah, an insecure we'll thing. That, we, that will be a later thing. But we haven't watched the newest season, which a lot of people have said is like really, really good. So, mm. uh, the Good Place. Uh, I was not a fan of the Good Place, and you liked it more than me. Yeah, but if this is the last season, it was okay. Sure, Dead to Me, we loved. Right. Yeah, the second season we loved the, the as well. The moment you start picking at any thread of Dead to Me, it starts to crumble. But <laughs> it's so fun to watch. Yeah. Right. Uh, Curb your enthusiasm. You were watching this. I I don't watch the show. Yeah, it had a couple episodes that I was like, ah, that's not great. Um, and otherwise, it was pretty funny. Um, I don't feel like it was as strong as the other seasons. Okay, so based off of this, who I can see winning, um, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, because it seems to have won all the time, and people really love this show. Um, Who I think I would like to win, or, or I also, I mean, Insecure, like, is so popular this past season that I could also see that show winning, too. Um, I, as as far as the shows that I've seen... I think it would be nice if Schitt's Creek won. It's just a really mm. sweet show. I, I I really like it. Uh, what about you? Yeah, as far as the ones I've seen, I haven't seen the latest of Insecure, but that'd be cool if that won. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, Dead to Me, I guess. Dead to Me would be fun, but yeah. I, I just, yeah. Okay, okay. Let's go on to the next thing. Uh, limited series. The nominees are Little Fires Everywhere, Mrs. America, Unbelievable, Unorthodox, and Watchmen. Uh, we only watched part of Little Fires Everywhere. I watched, I think, two episodes of Mrs. America. It's kind of just a tough, it's not a tough topic, but it was, I was in the mood. So it's not a show that I... I watched it with you, right? The first episode, yes. Okay. I would like to go back and watch it just when I'm in a better mood. Uh, Unbelievable phenomenal loved it yeah so good unorthodox again another show that watched the first episode great kind of tough 
Um, you only watched the first episode? Maybe I watched two. I think there's only like three episodes. So I, uh, feel I thought like you watched all of it. No, no. And then Watchmen. Amazing. Yeah. So who do I think is going to win? I think Watchmen is going to win. Yeah, I agree with that. Really? Like, why do you agree with it? Just because you think it was really good or what? Yeah, I think it was very good. It was well done. It covered tough topics. Um, yeah, I I think I think they're going to win. Who I'd like to win, Watchmen or Unbelievable. Yeah, same here. Unbelievable was so freaking good. And Watchmen was really good and very creative, especially since it's based off a comic and, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Watchmen will win. So let's see. Um, okay. Television movie, American Son, Bad Education, Dolly Parton's Heartstrings, These Old Bones, El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus the Reverend. Hmm. So that's interesting because the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt thing was a, they don't say choose your own adventure, but it was a choose your own adventure mm-hmm. movie. So that's interesting that something like that would get nominated. Um, El Camino, we watched as well and thought it was okay, right? Yeah. It was like, okay. It felt like a little too late to be doing a Breaking Bad movie, but whatever. Uh, Dolly Parton's Heartstrings, we haven't seen this. Bad Education, we really enjoyed. That was a very good yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, An American Son, I have not seen. So... Uh, out of these nominees, nominations, who do I think will win? I think Bad Education will win. Yeah, I it's very interesting because this whole category is all Netflix movies except for Bad Education, which is an HBO film. Yeah, um, but I think Bad Education will win. And when I think of a movie, I, I think Bad Education was the best one. So I guess I would like Bad Education to win. Yeah, I think so. It'd be pretty cool if Kimmy Schmidt won. It would be very interesting since it's such a different format. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So next category, lead actress in a drama series. Jennifer Aniston for The Morning Show, Olivia Coleman for The Crown, Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Laura Linney, Ozark, Sandra Oh, Killing Eve, and Zendaya, or Zendaya, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, uh, Euphoria. Euphoria is a very popular show on HBO that I think a lot of people were like, there's no way Euphoria is going to get nominated because it's so out there and whatever. I have only seen episode one. It's another show that I'm like, I should watch this, especially because so many people really like it. Um, I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I do remember in her first episode that she was very good, and I've heard that her performance is really good. So um, there's that. Killing Eve. I think Jodie Comer and Sandra Oh both being nominated, that's great. I, I Like we said, the last season wasn't the best for us. Um, Jodie Comer as, was still great. As far as the acting performances, I think Jodie Comer was still great, but I think she was better because there was better material in season one. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. And she Sandra wasn't even nominated oh, in season one. I think Sandra Oh wasn't as great this one. I but think they just didn't give her... It may have been the writing. A, yeah, it's, it's hard. I'm trying to think of just their acting. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston in The Morning Show. Yeah, I, yeah. As, as much as like we differed on our ending opinions on The Morning Show, I think Jennifer Aniston's performance was very good. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Coleman. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So plus, who, we want to see one of those speeches again. Yeah, her speeches are amazing. So who do I think is going to win? I could see this going to Jennifer Aniston because she's Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Um. I could also see Olivia Coleman winning. 
<sighs> oh, I didn't even mention Laura Linney. We we don't watch Ozark, so that's why I didn't mention it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think I think Jennifer Aniston will win, and I would like. Even though I haven't seen Euphoria, that'd be cool. Zendaya won. You know, like I I that would be nice. Or Olivia Coleman because I like Olivia Coleman. So yeah, I think it'll be Jennifer Aniston, and I wanted to win. Yes, and you really enjoyed the morning show. Yeah. I wonder if it get, got nominated. We're not there yet, so we don't know yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> or maybe we already passed it for drama series. I don't know what yeah. category it would be. Wouldn't it be? Yeah, so it didn't get nominated. <laughs> we just did that. Okay. Um, lead actor in a drama series. Jason Bateman in Ozark. Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us. Steve Carell, The Morning Show. Brian Cox, Succession. Billy Porter, Pose. Jeremy Strong, Succession. Okay, um, we do not watch This Is Us, so that one's not, we can't too comment too much. I watched parts of the last season of Pose with my sister, so, but I'm, Billy Porter is always really good. Um, who is the best actor? I'm sorry, and I know you like The Morning Show. I feel like Steve Carell's character was like so, eh, in The Morning Show. He didn't do a bad job acting, but I don't really think he did anything that impressive. Oh, you're mm-hmm. smirking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why are you smirking? I think he actually did a very good job okay. with that. Okay. It was, um, I think there was a lot of nuance to his performance because he was kind of struggling with things where he's like, you know, I'm a good guy. And then he's like confronted with someone who's worse and like pointing out the things that, uh, that he did were worse than he thought and he's like kind of coming to terms with that and there there were a lot of different things in there that i thought he did a good job with hmm so do you think he's going to win no okay (laughs) who do you think is going to win uh okay (laughs) i don't know i don't i I don't know any of these i know i know i think i could see jason bateman winning because i think a lot of people really enjoy ozark and I always hear about mm-hmm. Jason Bateman, but I always hear about his directing more. But um, I can see, I think it's going to go to Succession. And I could see either Jeremy Strong or Brian Cox winning. I think those parts, I think Jeremy Strong had a lot to do this season. So I think he's going to win. And who I would like to win, yeah, Jeremy Strong. Yeah, so that's that's my pick. Okay. Um. <laughs> Okay, next, lead actress in a comedy series. Uh, Christina Applegate, Dead to Me. Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Linda Cardellini, Dead to Me. Catherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek. Issa Rae, Insecure. Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish. Okay, so Blackish, we've only watched parts of Blackish, and I remember we watched like literally one episode, right? No, we were watching a few episodes or maybe I watched it alone. I don't know, but we watched more than one. Mm. We watched like a good portion no, of one a, season though. Uh, yeah. Mm, maybe it was that. just me. I don't, I don't remember, but I know I've seen like a few episodes. Point is that the thing that kept me there was Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. Her character was really funny. Um, we haven't obviously watched the newest season, so I don't know, but I'm sure she's just as funny. Uh, Issa Rain Insecure, like we said, we just started watching that. Um, this past season, everyone really liked it, so 
Catherine O'Hara, I think she's really funny and silly in Schitt's Creek. I really liked her. Linda Cardellini, I don't know if she's bringing the laughs in this previous season as much as she was in the first season. Yeah, I'd say she was the MVP in the first one. Yeah. And then I think Christina Applegate was actually the best. Yeah, in this I one. really enjoyed Christina Applegate. So she's also nominated in this. But what what are we doing? Rachel Brosnahan is winning. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. F that it's what, not happening. What are we doing? Why are we even like? No, I, no. Uh, okay, All Christina. Right. I think Christina Applegate will win. Okay, well, um, I'd be happy with any of them aside from okay. Rachel Brosnahan. Rachel Brosnahan has already won one. So has Christina Applegate and Catherine O'Hara. Um, but I, I think it would be nice for Catherine O'Hara. She plays such a ridiculous, silly character in that show. The show's ending. I think it would be a nice moment. Who do I think is going to win? Rachel Brosnahan. Uh. That's who I think. Um, okay. Lead actor in a comedy series. Anthony Anderson, Blackish. Don Cheadle, Black Monday. Ted Danson, uh, The Good Place. Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Method. Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek. And Rami Youssef, Rami. Uh, I haven't hmm. watched season two of Rami, so there, but he, I think he did. So there. <laughs> I think he won a Golden Globe for Rami. Hmm. Um, yeah, we he, saw him win something. Yeah, I think that was a Golden Globe. Anthony Anderson was my least favorite element of Blackish when I yeah. did watch it, so I don't know. I mean, whatever. Don Cheadle, you're watching Black Monday. Do you think Don Cheadle is uh, a good comedic actor in that? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, Ted Danson, The Good Place. Yeah, mm. I mean, he's good in it. I, I'm i not as impressed with this category. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, so for me, who do I think is going to win? If they're following the Golden Globes, I guess Rami. Because uh, he won. Um, if I'm thinking just out of this category, I don't know. Michael Douglas in a pretend show, The Kaminsky Method. <laughs> I guess maybe he's gonna win. I don't, like. You want to say anything about what the heck you're saying? <laughs> the Kaminsky Method is just not a real show. I I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, uh huh. It's a made up show that no one's watching, and it's just there. <laughs> like, I I I don't know what the Kaminsky Method is. Yeah, I don't either. I, and I and here's the thing: there's no way to know. I'm never gonna look it up. <laughs> um, but who do I want to win out of this category? I honestly, I don't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I, wow. I, I'm trying to care. This category is just kind of boring. Do you do you have a person you'd like to win? I mean, out of that, I guess Don Cheadle. Sure. Okay. That, that's a show I'm not watching. So yeah. Okay. Uh, lead actress in a limited series or movie, Kate Blanchett, Mrs. America, Shira Haas, uh, Unorthodox, Regina King, Watchmen, Octavia Spencer, self-made, inspired by the life of Madam C.J. Walker, and Carrie Washington, Little Fires Everywhere. I'll tell you who's not winning and better not win is Carrie Washington. Okay, so let's calm down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's not just come out of the gate crazy. Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> Carrie Washington in the episodes that we watched with Little Fires Everywhere was overacting in our opinion. So much. I don't know if we mentioned that in our review, but it was... I'm pretty sure we did. Maybe we did. Okay. It felt like it was distracting because it yeah. felt like she was overacting. I was just like, what the heck? Why is she doing all those things with her face? Yeah. I, I, and 
the the Madam C.J. Walker show was not good. Like, I don't even think I ever. Oh, no, we did talk about it briefly. Yeah, it was bad. Octavia Spencer is a good actress, but the show is so bad. I can't even like assess her acting in that. Uh, Regina King, I think she should win. I think she's going to win and I think she should win. Sounds good. She to was me. amazing in Watchmen. It was so good. Yeah. Um, but also unorthodox. Damn. Okay, that first the the episode I saw of Unorthodox, she is going through so much. This actress, Shira Haas, I, I could also see her winning because it was just a really great performance. Hmm. Um, but I think it's gonna go to Regina King. Kate Blanchett, also amazing actor. Didn't watch all of Mrs. America, but I'm sure she does a great job. Uh but yeah. So I who would, do you think's gonna win? Regina King still? I, I think Regina King's going to win and I would like her to win. Okay. Sounds good. Do you agree with me? Yeah. Okay. Um, lead actor in a limited series or movie, Jeremy Irons, Watchmen, Hugh Jackman, Bad Education, Paul Mescal, Normal People, Jeremy Pope, Hollywood, Mark Ruffalo, I Know This Much Is True. Okay. Again, the actors are boring. Am I right? <laughs> are, we, <laughs> are actors boring? <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. Um... Mark Ruffalo, I've heard that this show is amazing. I know this much is true, but nobody wants to watch it because it seems like such a bummer. What is this one? It's like Mark Ruffalo is playing his twin, and so he's a twin, and one of the twins seems to be going through a really difficult time and might have some mental health issues, and it's just, it looks like a bummer. Every preview I've seen, seen, it's been like, uh uh-oh. Okay. Mm. And I want to watch it, but then again, I'm like, ooh, it doesn't look like there's any relief within the show. Uh, Hollywood didn't watch it, so I can't even comment on this nomination for Jeremy Pope. Normal People also didn't watch. People really like this show. It's based off a book. I, I haven't seen it, so don't know. So from what I have seen, I think it should go to Hugh Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, and I think he might win. So there's that. I would assume, based on what you're saying, Mark Ruffalo will win. Maybe. Because it, 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 the, the previews alone look like a lot of acting. Yeah. There's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of crying. There's a lot of running. <laughs> there's, like, there's so much acting. So I could see that happening for him. But yeah, okay. The so, award is given based on volume of acting. I mean, if it is, Mark <laughs> Ruffalo got it, has it, just from the commercials alone. Yeah. Um, supporting actress in a drama series. We should have most acting in a drama <laughs> series. <laughs> uh, supporting actors in the drama series. Helena Bonham Carter in The Crown. Uh, Laura Dern, Big Little Lies. Julie Garner, Ozark. Tanny Newton, Westworld. Fiona Shaw, Killing Eve. Sarah Snook, Succession. Meryl Streep, Big Little Lies. And Sa- Samira Wiley, The Handmaid's Tale. Hmm. Ooh, Meryl Streep. <laughs> Remember those times? Remember before the show ended? Before we were like, huh, what was that season? When we were just having a great time in yeah. the middle and Meryl Streep was just screaming. <laughs> it was just fun. Yeah. Yeah. And she's calling people short. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> this is a good time. Yeah. Um, I, as far as what has the momentum, like what people are talking about still, I would guess it would go to. Either Tanny Noon for Westworld, because everyone really liked her character. Laura Dern, possibly, because, you know, she just ha- won her Oscar. Like, maybe she just has a lot of momentum in general. 
or Meryl Streep because she's Meryl Streep. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Who would I like to win in this category? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Tandy Newton. Yeah, like we we, did, we, we dropped stopped. off of Westworld, so like it's hard for yeah, me. Yeah, but she was good in it. She was good. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Meryl Streep. Okay, I'm gonna say Meryl Streep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, supporting actor in a drama series: Nicholas Braun, Succession; uh, Billy Crudup, The Morning Show; Kieran Culkin, Succession; Mark Duplass, The Morning Show. Uh, okay, I am sorry. I believe it's. Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito. Okay, I apologize. Better Call Saul. Uh, Matthew McFadden, Succession. Uh, Bradley Whitford, The Handmaid's Tale. And Jeffrey Wright, Westworld. Very interesting. It's like... Actually, Meryl Streep, I think, will win. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, for the last one. I was like just thinking about her performance, and I was like, she did have some stuff. Yeah, she had some great stuff. As ridiculous as it was by the end of the show, it was still good. And her acting was good. Exactly. Um, Anyway, this one, Billy Crudup, duh. Billy Crudup is doing some wild shit in the morning show. I love it. And. And I I wonder if the, it will be acknowledged. Like, obviously, he's nominated, so maybe people are like, yeah, that was crazy. You know, like, <laughs> but he is doing stuff in that show. So yeah. I, I agree. Um, I, I, I think I would like him to win. Who do yeah. I think will win? Ooh, it's hard. There's, like, three people nominated from Succession, two people nominated from The Morning Show. Um. Eh. I guess I could see it. Honestly, it's so weird. I could see it going to like uh, John Carlo Esposito from Better Call Saul. Like I could see it just going to like a random thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm saying random. A lot of people who are Better Call Saul fans are like, yeah, uh, duh. You know, like it should go to him. So, And he is a great actor, but I just haven't watched this season of Better Call Saul. So I'll say he'll win. And I think Billy Crudup should win. I'm going Billy Crudup all the way. Okay, you think he will win and should win? Yeah. Okay, supporting actor in a comedy series. Alex Bornstein, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Darcy Carden, The Good Place. Betty Gilpin, Glow. Marin Hinkle, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live. Mm. Annie Murphy, Schitt's Creek. Uh, Yvonne Orji. Insecure, and Cecily Strong, Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. this is an interesting one. Yeah. Because oh. I'll say Darcy Carden uh, is really, really good yeah. in uh, The Good Place, and she does a lot. I think it was this past season, mm-hmm. or maybe it wasn't. The one where she like had to imitate all the other ones. I think that was this season, yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, Betty Gilpin, you know, glows great. You know, I think, I think Betty think Gilpin is a great actress. I'm thinking yeah. more of The Hunt, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. how great she was in that. Uh, Glow, she did. She did have some great moments. It's hard because we watched Glow like basically a year ago. Really, wow. you know, like it's so it's yeah. a little it's not fresh in our minds. Also, Kate McKinnon is fantastic. Yeah, she's always and funny. Cecily Strong was really good too. We've yeah, seen like quite a few of the Saturday Night Live. Also, uh, Aidy Bryant. I wish yeah. she was not, like she's really funny. Yeah. Uh 
So, who do I think is going to win? Alex Bornstein. The no, don't say it. <laughs> That's who I think will win. Who I would like to win. Um, yeah, Kate McKinnon's always funny. I like Cecily Strong. Betty Gilpin's great. Uh, yeah. I, I We're not really commenting on, like, the demographics of the nominations. Like, you know... It looks like there's, like, one person who's black who's nominated here. I haven't even looked at, like, the previous categories. I, I think most of them have had at least one. No. I think some of them no? have had one person who is not oh, white. Okay. Yeah. So, but anyway, that that's something maybe we could reflect on at the end. Uh, supporting actor in a comedy series. Mahershala Ali, Rami, Alan Arkin, The Kaminsky Method. Andre Brower, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Sterling K. Brown, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, William Jackson Harper, The Good Place, Daniel, or sorry, Daniel Levy, I'm so used to seeing Dan Levy, uh, Schitt's Creek, Tony Shalhoub, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Kenan Thompson, Saturday, Saturday Night Live. Okay. Andre Brower. To speak of like, wow, the category is really white. This category is not. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, Perfect timing. uh, Yeah. So, okay. um, We have not seen the new season of Rami, so I do not know. Mahershala Ali is always good, so I believe he's good in this. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Kaminsky Method, Alan Arkin, fake show. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Andre Brower. They have given him a lot of sillier things to do. Uh, and I think he's done a very good job. So I, I do think he's his performance as a comedic actor has been very good. Mm-hmm. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, we do not watch. The Good Place. William Jackson Harper, who played Cheaty. Yeah. I don't know. Was he really funny? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Levy. Yeah, he's funny in Schitt's Creek. Uh, Tony Shalhoub. This, we don't watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And Keenan Thompson. I mean... I don't know. So it looks like Keenan Thompson has won an Emmy before, has won one. I guess anytime I see Keenan Thompson, I'm just like, damn, he has been acting since he was a <laughs> child. Yeah. And it was on a baby Saturday Night Live on Nickelodeon, all that. <laughs> and then it's on Saturday Night Live now. Like, he just seems like, yeah, he should be awarded, like, everything. I don't know. He's always funny. He's always consistent. You never have to worry about him not being funny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see it going to him, who I would like to win. I don't really have any strong feelings on this one. So I Dan like Levy from Schitt's Creek, that would be cool. I feel like it'll go to Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. Yes. And I want it to go to Andre Brower. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I could see that happening. Uh, supporting actress in a limited series or movie, Uzo, oh, sorry, Uzo Aduba from Mrs. Cre- or not Mrs. Creek, Mrs. <laughs> America. I'm sorry, <laughs> Tony Collette, unbelievable, Margot Martindale, Mrs. America, Jean Smart, Watchmen, uh, Holland Taylor, Hollywood, Tracy Ullman, Mrs. America. Okay, who is Jean Smart? She was the woman who was investigating the stuff and had a history with, uh, now I don't remember oh, the okay. characters' names, uh, but you know who I'm talking about. The mm-hmm. the main, I don't remember if she was a cop, but yeah. Yeah. I think she was. Um, okay, so who do I think will be nominated? I wish Merritt Weaver was nominated for Unbelievable because I think her performance was 
actually stronger than Tony Collette's. Yeah. Um, but out of this, I don't have any connection to this. We didn't finish Mrs. America. Watchmen. Gene Smart is fine in it, but I guess nothing's really sticking out to me. I thought she was good. Yeah. I don't know who I would say would win. Yeah. And I don't know who I want to win. Okay. Uh, supporting actor in a limited series or movie, Yaha Abdul Mateen uh, II in Watchmen, Yvonne Adupo, Watchmen, Titus Burgess, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus the Reverend, uh, Louis Gossett Jr., Watchmen, Dylan McDermott, Hollywood, and Jim Parsons, Hollywood. So you have to tell me who all these Watchmen people are. Okay, yeah. Maybe I could pull up. Uh, Yaha Abdul-Mateen is uh, the main blue guy who, again, I am sorry, I do not remember his name. Uh, um, Mr. Uh, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan, <laughs> yes. Okay, sorry, guys. I, I, sorry, I was thinking old school before he got his doctorate. Yeah. Um, and, oh, that's interesting. So... Uh, Yvonne Adupo is Hooded a Justice. Depo? A Adepo yeah. is Hooded Justice. The so old guy? No. Uh, he's the young version when they do the flashback. Okay, yeah. The young old guy. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, which, that was a great episode. That was just yeah. a freaking phenomenal episode. That was insane. Um, so, yeah, honestly, I'm give like, it to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> what about Louis Gossett Jr.? Oh, okay. I think he is playing uh, the old... Char- I'm Guys, if you're a Watchmen fan and you're like, you guys liked Watchmen and you don't even know the characters' names, I'm sorry. Yeah, so he's playing the older version of okay. that character, whoever that character is. Um, mm. I would say... I mean, I think this is definitely going to go to Watchmen. But who from Watchmen? It's hard when somebody is nominated from the same thing. I feel like sometimes they can split the votes and then it goes to Jim Parsons Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but I think that flashback episode was so yeah good that I would go with him. Yeah. And I'm not familiar with this actor that much, but I think he deserves it. That would be nice. Yep. Uh, okay. Guest actress in a drama series. Alexis Bedell, The Handmaid's Tale, Laverne Cox, Orange is the New Black, Cherry Jones, Succession, Felicia Rashad, This Is Us, Cicely Tyson, How to Get Away with Murder, and Harriet Walter, Succession. Skip. Okay. Uh, Who do I think this is going to go to? Yeah, I don't know. We don't really watch, besides Succession, which I watch, we don't watch any of these other shows, so... Yeah, this is a toss-up for us. We're just going to yeah. pass on this one. Uh, guest actor in a drama series. Jason Bateman, The Outsider. Ron Cephas-Jones, This Is Us. James Cromwell, Succession. Uh, John Carlo Esposito, The Mandalorian. Andrew Scott, Black Mirror. Martin Short, The Morning Show. I, I'm really biased because I love Black Mirror, so and I love Andrew Scott, so I'm going to say I would like him to win. I'm going to say Martin Short. Really? Huh. Not Giancarlo Esposito. I, I think his part in it was fine. Very brief. But yeah. yeah. And it was just like, eh, I'm know, looking forward to fine. seeing him in season two. Yeah, I think if they do they, more with him, They kind of just like cool. were like, I'm here, and now the show ends. Yeah, <laughs> I said a few things. <laughs> I have a cool sword. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, guest actress in a comedy series. Angela Bassett, A Black Lady Sketch Show. 
Bette Midler, The Politician, Maya Rudolph, The Good Place, Maya Rudolph again, Saturday Night Live. Wow. Wanda Sykes, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. How, how does that work? I don't know. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Saturday Night Live. So uh, we know nothing about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but I want Wanda Sykes. Okay. I really liked Angela Bassett's sketch in a black lady sketch show. That's true. It was So good. I would like Angela Bassett. <laughs> I have no idea who's going to win. I wonder if Maya Rudolph can cancel herself out by being nominated twice. <laughs> like, I don't know. But uh, Maya Rudolph is, I think Maya Rudolph, as much as I wasn't a huge fan of The Good Place, she would always make me laugh. Yeah. She was the character who made me laugh the most. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, guest actor in a comedy series. Adam Driver, Saturday Night Live. Luke Kirby, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Eddie Murphy, Saturday Night Live. Dave Patel, Modern Love. Brad Pitt, Saturday Night Live. And Fred Willard, Modern Family. Huh. Um, again, we're not, we only watched a handful of Saturday Night Live episodes. I think we did watch the Eddie Murphy episode, but I cannot remember too much about it. I could see it going I mean, he to. He did a lot. Yeah, I could see it going to him, though, because he's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And, like, you know. I, I also just, really like Fred Willard. Yeah, I we weren't watching Modern Family. He did just pass away. He is away. funny in it, though. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it could go to him as well. All right. Variety talk show. Kyle, this is your category. The Daily Show with uh, Trevor Noah, Full Frontal with Samantha Bee, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, and La- or The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I don't know who's been winning. It looks like it's last week tonight. Okay, yeah, they've won yeah. 16. Um, so it's probably going to be them again. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Okay. Uh, Daily Show, I think, is going pretty well nowadays. Mm-hmm. Full Frontal, I just have not watched lately. Jimmy Kimmel Live is pretty good. but um, And Late Show with Stephen Colbert is good, too. It's It's tough, but I feel like... Yeah, just with the investigation and research they do last week tonight. Okay. Variety sketch series, a black lady sketch show, drunk history, Saturday Night Live. It looks like Saturday Night Live has won consistently. <laughs> They've won 72 times in this category. Uh, it's also been around a for bit a very longer. long time. I think it would be nice if a black lady sketch show won. Again, we reviewed this. But do you think it should? Well, here's here's what I'll say. I remember I liked it. Was every sketch funny to me? No. But I remember when it was funny, it was really enjoyable. And I really liked it. And it's just a different style. Yeah. I do think Saturday Night Live, we really enjoyed, especially their remote episodes. Mm-hmm. We really enjoyed that. So I, I'm assuming Saturday Night Live is going to win. Yeah. I feel like a Black Lady sketch show was just not consistent enough. Okay. I'm going to skip a few of these variety categories um hosted nonfiction special they, they have uh award shows in here it's yeah ridiculous yeah so like an oscar can win an emmy yeah what they should have the evies from the year before <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what what would be nominated no that oh be- oh you mean like nominate the emmys for yeah, an yeah, emmy exactly, okay okay yeah. okay yeah that would be crazy <laughs> I, I think we're ending the last few ones we're, we're just not going to have too much of an opinion on these are like variety and uh hosted competition shows and stuff uh overall i will say like um you know just kind of taking a flash look at everything it does feel like a lot of the categories had a lot of the same stuff like succession um Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, 
uh, which I, I'm not trying to say inherently that's a bad thing, but then again, there's so much TV that it does seem like opportunities were missed to highlight something else, you know? Sure. Um, and as far as the categories go, some of those actors categories were just boring. <laughs> and I don't know why that yeah. is. I don't know if that's because either we aren't watching those shows or if we're just maybe more in tune with the actresses and feel like they're doing a more interesting job or I don't know, but uh, it didn't really stand out. Was there anything that you felt about this? Like n- none of these nominations, I really changed my opinion on watching some of these shows like euphoria. I feel like I should watch the, I think their only nomination was for Zendaya. So like, but I, I do think that's something that I'd be interested in watching since I've heard so much positive things from it. Um, I do feel like we need to just watch at least a little bit of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Kyle, we should cut every time we have said that <laughs> yeah, since we started the together. podcast, and we've only started the podcast two years ago. And we have said, you know what show we should watch? The marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Cut to, you know what we're gonna watch? The marvel, and we've never <laughs> watched it. So yeah. like, I this I'm, is the year. I'm no, this is the year you do it. I'm I'm <laughs> staying true to myself and knowing that I just am not gonna watch it. Um. Okay. But yeah, the Kaminsky method remains a show that doesn't exist and keeps getting nominated, <laughs> so whatever. Um but yeah, I, I would say like, am I excited about the Emmys? Uh like, you know, there are some shows that's like, oh yeah, I like this show and oh I like this performer and whatever. Um I'm interested to see what they're possibly going to do because Yeah. If this ends up being something that's just like streamed and it's just like Jimmy Kimmel naming everyone, like what what could this possibly be? What would be cool yeah. is if like somehow they went to the nominees' homes. Yeah, that would be crazy. Oh, went to the homes? Yeah, like they were streaming from like I don't know Darcy Carden's apartment or house or something, and then like yeah. <laughs> she wins and then they send her the thing that that would be crazy i don't think that's going to happen um, they're they're gonna put uh like have them have their hand out and they're gonna like <laughs> put like screen a in. yeah i put a fake one in their yeah. hands yeah uh yeah I'm, I'm interested to see what's gonna happen in the ceremony uh okay so we will definitely be talking about the emmys whatever format they decide to do when it airs september 20th mm-hmm. um but yeah, if there's anything you'd like to say about these nominations, maybe some nominees you wish were nominated or people who you are really excited about, let us know. And uh, yeah, let's go on to our next topic. All right. Now we are in Let's Babble. Let's Babble is where we uh, talk about what we've been watching and we recommend it or we don't recommend it. The first thing that we're going to start with today is the Happy Ending Special. Uh, This was a special that was for charity. Specifically, they were trying to raise money for Color of Change and World Central Kitchen. Uh, These causes support Black Lives Matter and COVID-19 relief. Uh, Should we talk about uh, happy endings uh, in general? I don't know if we've even talked about it. Yeah, I was just about to say Happy Endings is a show that had three seasons. It was on ABC. I'm going to look up when it originally aired. 
Uh, it 03 was three or something. Sorry. Was it like oh three? No. No, that's two thousand eleven to two thousand thirteen. Okay, I knew uh, there was a three in part of it. Okay, and it's a show that many people reference as ah, oh, it was canceled too soon, like when and people. They are correct. Yeah, I I would agree. As much as I'm like you know things need to end, it really did seem like it's one of the rare successful cases of a show starting out okay but then really figuring out what they were doing and uh excelling in their second and third season um and then being cut too short yeah and then ending the show stars uh let's see alicia cuthbert uh adam pally casey wilson eliza coop i think that's how you say her name who's that uh, the sister, the older sister, uh, who I'm now okay. forgetting. I'm now forgetting the characters' Jane, names. Jane. Yes, uh, and Damon Wayans Jr. And I really like the show. It's one of the shows that I didn't watch it when it was originally on, which yeah, is another reason why I probably got canceled. Um, but then I watched it a lot uh, when it was on Hulu. I think it's still on Hulu now. Uh, and yeah, yeah, we we rewatched all of the three seasons like numerous times. Exactly. I think it's a really fun show to rewatch. It's funny. Um, I really like their type of humor and for a show that's about a group of friends, it felt a little bit different. It felt like they were trying to do something just a little bit more silly, wacky stuff. And, um, yeah. So anyway, they have like, there's always been, when are they going to come back? Is there going to be a reunion? They did uh, a read-through, I believe uh, it was like for Entertainment Weekly or something, like a few years ago, maybe a year or two ago. And then now, obviously, the special that is for charity. Uh, There have been other things that have happened recently, like I think Parks and Rec, that was for charity, correct? Mm -hmm. And they obviously, they're doing it now, so they have to do it remotely. Um, I'll say this. Like, normally I'm like, you know, when these things are for charity, I don't really want to talk about it critically because it's obviously for a good cause. But I will say this. This was amazing. This was like, I don't, if I were to talk about this critically, (laughs) I wouldn't have anything negative to say. I think this was like perfect. It it captured the essence of the show. It really picked up with the characters. Like, I believe like, yeah, this is where the characters would be seven years later. Like, okay, sure. And, um... The Zoom elements didn't feel like it was hurting the show. Uh, Dan Wayne's Jr. is married to um, what is okay? What are their Eliza characters Coop? names? Oh, uh, Jane. <laughs> Jane and what's Dan Brad? Okay, Brad and Jane are married, but even though obviously they are not married in real life, they had to film separately. And even how they handled that was really funny, especially because there's some special effects used yeah. <laughs> at a no spoilers point. yeah i won't say anything but They're visual I, effects yes yes um but yeah no i i really liked it i thought it was great and you know whenever they're like oh it should come back you know i think that time has passed i don't think they're going to ever bring the show back but if they did things like this because I, I okay i'm sorry to bring up british shows again but british shows do things where they're like let's do a christmas special and they'll just like do a one-off episode for a show that's no longer on the air. I would love for them to do stuff like this. And they do it like regularly. So like mm-hmm. do a Christmas special next year or do like some random episode. Like if they just did this and got together every few years, I think that would be amazing. You know? 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely better than nothing. I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think this proves that they still have plenty of good episodes left in them, and they yeah. could bring back the show, and I think it would be just as good. This is one of the rare cases where I, I do agree that if they were to say, "Okay, we're going to just start the show," it's seven years later, and here we are. I I would be totally okay with that. Yeah, I mean, it, they've they proved it twice now. They did a table read. It was hilarious. It was just like a regular episode. And they did this, and same thing. It was really funny. And, you know, it hits the same beats, which are fun and, uh, you know, remind you of the old show. But it also is put in the context of now and yes. is still funny. I mean, they do a great job. The writers are fantastic, and I think the chemistry between everyone just works really well, and they haven't lost that. So, uh, I mean, I wish the show would come back, but uh, I would definitely love it if they did regular things like this. And it's really cool that they did two of them in recent times, and both were great. Uh, yeah. So, you know, like we were comparing it to uh the 30 rock one and I the 30 rock one is such a weird one because that was clearly yeah. just a promotion for peacock i i think a fair comparison would be like parks and rec uh because that was for charity and yeah yeah and i think that while i again do not want to go critical in that because they did a nice thing so i don't want to be like it was garb you know like i don't want to say anything really negative I, I do think that this special did a better job at connecting with their show and their characters and addressing current situations and how still, the characters would address yeah. them. And, and still being very funny like it was before. I think yes. Parks and Rec was focused more on the heart the sweetness and, of the yeah. show. Yeah. And like it was nice and it was like, oh yeah, these old characters again. And it wasn't quite as funny as like an episode. Whereas mm -hmm. this one I think had a great balance between that plus it was just as funny as a regular episode. So yeah. yeah. No, it was great. Highly recommend it. It is on YouTube right now. Uh I'll include the link in the description if you would like to watch it. Uh if you are someone who's like, I've never watched Happy Endings highly recommend that too it's Absolutely. still really funny so uh yeah that was the happy ending special the next thing that we want to talk about is uh central park season one finale so central park is a animated show that is on apple tv plus we talked about episode one a few weeks ago uh the finale just aired and we kind of just wanted to uh, come back to it. When when I say we're going to talk about the finale, I guess I should really just say we're going to talk about the show as a whole. We're not going to get into spoilers. Um, but I think we just wanted to kind of come back now that we've seen all the episodes and talk about it. So um, the creators from Bob's Burgers are involved in this. I'm a huge fan of Bob's Burgers. Kyle, you haven't watched Bob's Burgers except it, maybe I've seen maybe a bunch of when I'm watching it. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of episodes half watching. Yes. So you were a little like, huh? OK, let's see what the show is going to be. This is a musical show. Um, and I thought it was fantastic. I thought the season was great. 
Uh, the cast. Let's just mention the cast real quickly. I also uh, thought it was fantastic. Yes, you liked it. Yes, that was. Oh, sorry. I was. I was trying yeah. to lead up to that. But yes, yeah. Okay, you, sure. you You enjoyed it. So, uh, the cast is Leslie Odom Jr., Catherine Hahn, Josh Gad, David, uh, David Diggs, Titus Burgess, uh, Stanley Tucci, and then Kristen Bell was playing uh, the, the daughter. daughter and there's been some recent news where she is going to be recast. So in case somebody's listening to this in the future or something and they're like, what's happening? In 2020, we had a huge like moment and we're still dealing with a lot of the stuff regarding Black Lives Matter. And it's pretty much going into every area, including like workplace stuff and specifically in this case, voice acting. And so Kristen Bell is playing a biracial girl and I think a lot of voice actors have commented how... Half black. Yes. She's half black, half white. Uh, I think a lot of voice actors have commented in the industry who are like, yeah, there's no jobs for anyone who's not white because essentially all the white people are playing all, everyone. Anytime there is a black person who's voicing it, they only get to play the black character. You never really hear about a lot of black characters voicing white characters you mean black people but sorry black yeah. people voicing white characters it, it does happen but it's just not as often as um the other way around so Kristen bell is going to apparently play a different character in season two but oh really re- yeah I they've recasted that. her with emmy raver lampin uh who i knew from umbrella academy but i guess she also was on hamilton or she was in hamilton uh, I don't know when at some point. I'm not quite sure what Do role kn- she played. Oh. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to look it up while we're talking about this. Um, okay, gotcha. Oh, I think she may have. She was uh, the understudy for all three female leads. Oh. Ange- Angelica, Eliza, and Peggy. And yeah, so I mean. Skylar she- sisters. Yes. So she obviously can sing, which is perfect because you need mm-hmm. to be able to sing in this role. Um, but I wasn't aware of that. I didn't know that she had a Broadway background. It's interesting that she is connected to Hamilton because so much of the show, I feel like, is connected to Hamilton with its casting and also its musical style. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, regarding the show, though, the show's great. I think it's I think it's funny. I think the music is really, really catchy. If you are a little worried, like, uh uh-oh, a whole musical show, I think they do a really good job of blending the music with the story that it's never a thing. You know, like, you're never like, oh, this song kind of sticks out and it doesn't fit well. I I think everything works perfectly. Uh, What about you? Yeah, and it's not like, oh, song time, you know. No, yeah. Yeah, I think the blending, like you're saying, is really good. Also... Every song has like quick jokes uh, throughout, you know. Yeah, where the you songs have to pay are attention. funny. Yeah, uh, so yeah, they're really good. Um, the show is just like really feel good, has funny jokes in it. Um, I think the acting is good, the voice acting, and the story's fun. And you know, the whole arc of it, I think, was great. And it had some really interesting different things with the narrator role that I really liked. Yeah, you, you really like the narrator role. I think it's okay. I was worried yeah. I was going to hate it, but I I am okay with it now. <laughs> um, I I thought it was great. It brought a whole other dimension and 
you know, had a lot of jokes in there about that. And I thought it was really funny and totally different. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. So what I'll say is that I, I think if you're a Bob's Burgers fan, uh, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago when we were talking about Central Park, but Bob's Burgers, the reason why I like Bob's Burgers is one, it's funny. And two, I think it's a sweet show about a family that is weird and they accept each other and, you know, they get up to like crazy shenanigans, but they always love each other and support each other. Like, perfect. And I think this show shares a lot of similarities with their family unit. Some of the characters are not as weird as Bob's Burgers. Yeah, it's a little more grounded, which I I like more. But but they're still a little weird. Yeah. And get into some. And the crazy shenanigan is like kind of this whole Central Park element about uh, what is uh, Stanley Tucci's character's name? Bitsy Try- Brannon. Yes. Brannahan? Bitsy trying to take over Central Park. So like yeah. that's the whole the so the whole season is uh, about that versus Bob's Burgers where every episode is a different thing, right? Um, yeah, it's it's a nice story arc. The whole yeah. Thing. I'm just saying that I know that you've been hesitant about uh, Bob's Burgers, but I think you would like it. I think the music in Bob's Burgers also, the music in Bob's Burgers is usually one song and it's like not every episode, but you know, it's a lot of episodes and the music is more of like, you know what would be fun? Let's just do a song. It's that it never really like, sometimes it fits perfectly, but sometimes it's like, you guys just wanted to write a song for this. Like it wasn't really like the whole point of the episode versus this show where the music is a main point. Uh, But yeah, I know you've said that you are willing to watch Bob's Burgers now. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I think we definitely should start watching that because that's like one of my favorite shows and I think it's really good. But this show, again, great. Uh, I think we want to mention a few songs that we really enjoyed. Uh, There are so many songs. There's a playlist available. Album. Um, Oh, sorry. Uh, An album. I guess there's a playlist on Spotify. Um, Hmm. And... They have 40-something songs on there. So 46. Okay. So we've listened to all the songs within the show, mm-hmm. but then we started to listen to some of them again just to kind of give you, like, some of our favorites. And they're short songs, too. So yes. it's not like it, the 46 songs was like an hour and 20 minutes or something. Yeah. So what were some of the songs that we really liked? So one of the very early ones, I think, in the first episode is called Own It. What if I own it? Wanna be like, wanna be like someone who can own it. Wanna get to, wanna get to a point where I can dance like a dad with my shirt tucked in. Like it doesn't look bad when the cramps set in. I'm gonna own it. My name is, I think my that's name one is of our favorites. Um, it was a really, really well done song. Um, the thing that's really nice about it too is that it, weaves together all of the different characters, the main characters at the same time, and has them kind of singing about their own situations, but then phrasing it in this, like, I'm going to own it uh, phrasing, Mm -hmm. and that all comes together. And it just, it's really kind of Broadway-esque. It's a great introduction to the show, I think, because it's showing the characters individually with their own stuff. Yeah. And then melding it all together uh as a as entire cast and it's just like great it's very catchy yeah uh yeah you're saying broadway-esque i'm thinking very hamilton like yeah. i mean like that is the vibe it's going for but it's very likable um i think yeah, yeah the broadway-esque 
Um, I mean, in the weaving of stories and like kind of going through each character and bringing them together. Got it. But the style of music is not like classic Broadway for any of these songs. They're more Hamilton-esque and just like really fun, catchy songs. They're very catchy, very poppy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, another one is uh, Weirdos Make Great Superheroes. Uh, mm-hmm. This one, I think, was nice, and it was more like the message was nice, too. Yes, it was um, a nice message. Yeah. Uh, do it while we can. We gotta do it while we can. We gotta do it while we can. We got to do it. That one is just, like, really catchy, I think. Like, I'm trying to remember Do It While We Can. We I'm going to be playing these songs. while we can. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That one's really good. Yeah, that's that's really nice. Uh, Mama's got this. Yeah, that one's good too. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, kind of has a nice uh, message behind it as well. Like they all really... are. Like, do you have the David Diggs one where he's? Yeah, if there's a will. If there's a will, there's a way, there's a way. If there's a will, there's a way, there's a way. If there's a will, there's a willy nilly way. Willy nilly way, a willy 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 way. Yeah, that oh, one is will, so wiki, wiki good, <laughs> especially like obviously I'm going to be playing the clips within this episode, but like it's definitely good to watch this because watching mm-hmm. this character, Helen, like perform the song is the one of the best parts. So. Yeah, I mean, like, listening back to the song, I just, like, had the animation in my head and was laughing about it. Because yeah. it just adds that other dimension to it. Yeah. Um, also, another one was uh, Don't Think About Failures. Don't think about the failures. Think about the future. Think about how good it will feel. How it's really no big deal. We got this. Remember to smile. Remember to smile. Remember to smile. How's this? Remember to make eye contact. Eye contact. Eye contact. Smile. Eye contact. Smile. Yeah. Uh, this was a short one, but it's just like really good. Uh, Leslie Odom, really fast paced singing. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Quite uh, impressive. Um, there's one towards the end, which I, I didn't get to notate down, but where he does like insane fast switching between falsetto and oh, uh, regular. Yeah. That was just crazy, like, throughout the entire song. I was like, oh, my God, that's got to be, like, the most difficult thing that, to sing. That was one thing I wanted to comment on. I think that on. was the finale, maybe. Okay. One thing I want to comment on is that I think everyone is really talented. Obviously, like, David Diggs is from Hamilton. He's really good. Leslie Odom Jr. as well, like, amazing. But I think it's very interesting. Titus Burgess, yeah. amazing voice. Um, the thing that I think is really interesting, Catherine Hahn, I never n- knew her as a singer, and she's definitely, like, kind of talk singing through a lot of it, but it works for her character. Well, she does that for a lot of it, but then she really sings for a lot, too. And I think she had really great harmonies with Leslie Odom. Yes. But the thing Junior. I wanted to point out the most that I think is so interesting is Stanley Tucci mm-hmm. as Bitsy. Because Stanley Tucci is doing a voice, obviously. Yeah. But then he is singing in that voice. Yeah. Which seems very difficult. Yeah. Um, and... It's very impressive. Obviously, it Bitsy is not supposed to be a great singer, so like it's not yeah. like <laughs> you know. But I I thought it was great. Um, yeah, there's one last uh, song. Oh that, yeah. Uh, and again, we 
like listen from top to bottom and didn't get through all of them. So there's a lot more. There are a lot more that are really mm. good and funny, but just to where we got, uh, the other one is manager to manager. Try to remember. Oh yeah, the That's garbage a, manager. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. The garbage manager and the park manager, and they're like, "Okay, manager to manager, we're gonna figure this out." And it's just like a really funny one because they're yeah. like trying to figure out a loophole to, uh, you know, deal with a situation, and they're like, "Oh my god, we just managed this!" Like, yeah, it's, it's just really funny and a good song. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great show. Everyone should be watching it. I'm very curious how many people are aware of the show and are watching it. Um, but I think it's the best show on Apple TV Plus. So, yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. Highly recommend it. It's very um, good. The last thing we wanted to talk about is a comedy special that we watched on Amazon Prime uh, from Jim Gaffigan. It's called Jim Gaffigan: The Pale Tourist. Uh, this is actually, I guess, a a two hour special that they divided into two episodes. Um, Do you know if there are going to be more? Released? I do not know. No, I have no idea. Because uh, I, I could see. So, yeah, we, we thought it was just a special and it was 45 minutes long. And I was like, oh, that's kind of short. And then all of a sudden it's like, OK, episode two. And we're like, what? Yeah. And that was like 50 something minutes long. Um, And I mean, it's set up where I'm like, I mean, I guess he could do more. So yeah. I, I don't know. If I don't remember that. when his last special came out. I feel like it was fairly recently. Like, he had a short one. That oh. was of a similar style. Okay. I feel like we talked about one recently. The one that you like really, really like that like. Oh, the one I really like? Yeah, that came out recently. Well, um, that was a while ago. Was it? Okay. I It just, it feels very recent. But anyway. Um, but, but you know, remember uh, during the quarantine a little while back, he had a. A short one that, that went, you didn't watch, I don't think. Yeah, so. it was like, it, I, I don't even count that as a full special. Yeah, okay. no, it was like Jim 20 Gaffigan minutes Jim Quality Time came out in 2019. Yeah. So, like, I mean, he, oh, okay. these specials are coming out very quickly. Yeah. Um, if you are a person who's like, are you guys really talking about Jim Gaffigan right now? Let me just say this. I think Jim Gaffigan is very funny. I think he's kind of built as being, like, a family comedian because he talks about food. But he, it's just funny observational humor. I think it's silly. Um, and I think he's a good comedian. This special, if to me, it felt kind of like an experiment on his part. Yeah. Where it was like he went to Canada and then he's doing a special. And a lot of the special is him being like, Canadians, what's the deal with this thing? And him naming uh, all, local cities. All of the special was that. Well, eventually he does get into like why Americans are weird and starts talking about American things that are weird. But in relation to Canadians. Yes, but at a certain point, he is just focusing on America, I think, towards the end of the Canadian special. Okay. There were some jokes. So anyway, my point is that this special to me to because i realize now a lot of times in let's babble i'm like we recommend it or we don't recommend it and there's a rare time where we don't recommend something i would say for this this comedy special is funnier if you are from the place that he is talking about for sure so if you're canadian listening to this podcast and you like jim gaffigan that first episode is perfect for you. You are yeah. going to understand all the references. Parts of the jokes are set up that you have to have a working knowledge of what he's talking about. And while he does describe it, it is obviously going to be funnier if you already know about it, right? 
Yeah, for sure. And so it, it's very interesting because it's like, okay, I'm going to do Canadian humor. Yeah. Um, but as an American, so from his perspective, so if you're an American who's been to Canada a bunch and like really knows all about it, I'm sure it would be also extremely funny. Yes. Um, for us, I've been to Toronto once in college and you've never been to Canada, no. right? Uh, so we didn't really know anything. Uh, and it was interesting. I feel like I learned a lot about Canada, which is cool. So that was nice. And it was also pretty funny at different times. I think it got funny towards the end. Yeah, When you started venturing out of just Canadian material and started talking about, like, American culture and stuff. And, yeah. And that's where I was finding it to be funnier. True. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. So, um... So so there are two of these specials. Uh the first one I liked. I uh I think it's kind of worth watching if you don't know about Canada and stuff, but it's not definitely not as funny as his other specials uh without that knowledge. I'm I'm wondering how funny it is as a Canadian or someone with that knowledge. I'm wondering how funny it is if you're just like I don't know, I'm from like any other country. Like, just like, I, I don't know anything sure. about Canada. I'm not from America. Is this going to be funny? I, I'm yeah. going to say, like, maybe not. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? It just seems like. Eh. I mean, he brings you along enough for you to get the jokes and stuff. But, yeah, it's it doesn't have the same effect. Go ahead. For so sure. you're about to bring up the second episode, which is about him performing in Barcelona. So he's talking about Spain. Yeah. So this one actually was less funny to me. I think it was very, and and the reason why I think it was an experiment on his end is because he was doing jokes that like had no reaction from the audience in Barcelona. Mm, yeah. Like it was like silent. And I'm like, this is weird. You don't see many comedians release specials where they're in front of an audience and there's dead silence when they tell a joke. <laughs> that just yeah. doesn't happen very often. And, you know, I think it's easier for him to do jokes in Canada because it's North America. So at the end of the day, there's still a lot of similarities. And, like, mm -hmm. the audience, like, while I do believe the audience in Spain speaks English and understands English, there's certain things in, like, your cadence and just the language in general that I think are probably easier to understand when you are a English speaker in North Native, America. Yeah. Oh, okay. versus in Spain. I just feel like there was something maybe not completely lost in translation, like obviously because they understood him, but like there were some jokes that just like completely didn't land, even though he was making reference references to Spain and like uh, the culture there. So I don't know. It's just interesting to see, uh, you know, like for me, I get like secondhand embarrassment. I do not like seeing people, in situations where it's not a full success. Mm -hmm. So like this was like, I was just like, Oh no. Like, you know, like, um, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was that bad. Like it wasn't cringe worthy, but yeah. it was a little like, mm -mm. yeah, there, there were a couple where I was like, Oh, that didn't get anything. But, um, you know, there, there were some things that were kind of funny again, learned some things about Spain, which were interesting. um, but yeah, that one was not quite as funny. Uh, now, like, if you're looking for a hilarious comedy special, absolutely watch Quality Time, uh, which we Jim have Gaffigan. talked about already. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So freaking funny. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so these ones were different. They're a totally different thing, and I think it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and the Canadian one was pretty funny, and the Spanish one, eh, not so much. Um, I wonder how much someone from Spain or I'm very curious, someone from Spain, because it's also one of those things where, for some reason, it was hitting me more like awkwardly with his Spain special versus the Canadian one, because. There's something about him doing, I guess, what he thinks is a Spanish accent that felt like, oh, I don't love watching you yeah. do this versus him doing a Canadian accent, which a lot of times with the Canadian accent, he was just doing like a New York, like Brooklyn or like, yeah, you know, so like it, it was funny, but he didn't do that in Spain, which probably it wouldn't translate if he were to do that in Spain. So I don't know, but like, yeah, I guess. Cause I, I was thinking like, not only did he do like a Brooklyn accent, he was also like, uh, you know, I don't, I can't do a Canadian accent like this. I know this is not correct at all, or, but, yeah. but he said it in a funny way. Uh, whereas I was expecting him to say something like that about his Spanish accent, but he never did. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of odd. Why didn't he it, which say made like, it feel awkward? Like it, there's yeah, just something slightly. about that. Like, you know, like it's just like, mm, I don't love this. So I don't know. And then there's another thing that I, I haven't really figured out how to completely articulate this, but like, you know, there's something about when you go to another country and you're like, Oh, the thing you do here is weird. This is weird. Right. And yeah. you're pointing it out and you're making fun of it. And I feel like he was more successful in doing that in Canada than he was in Spain. Mm-hmm. And like part of it kind of felt like, okay, we get it. Yeah, they're different. You know, like, like I, and I don't know if I was just like picking up energy from the audience or if I was just being overly sensitive to that. I don't know. Sure. But like there was just something that just didn't work when he was like, yeah, so you guys do this thing. What's up with that? And I'm like, mm, okay, dude, like, yeah, it's a different culture, whatever. You know, like, I was just like, I was just kind of like, whatever. But when he was saying it in Canada, I was like, yeah, that is funny. Like, I don't know. I don't know exactly why that is. But yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah, I think Jim Gaffigan is funny. This special, I almost, like I said, I feel like it's an experiment. So yeah. like, if you're not in the mood for, a, if you like Jim Gaffigan and you want a comedy special, this one I wouldn't go to unless you are okay with it being different. It's just yeah. not going to be like his other specials. Yeah. And I mean, really, it has a somewhat similar formula to his other specials. Sure. But it feels very different because it's like, he, I am going he's to... He's pandering to the audience yeah. that he's that's there, which is an international audience. Yeah. And he is very specific about the references that he's making. Which in his comedy normally, I guess because we're Americans, he's making references to American things. It's just easier to follow, like whatever, you know. Uh, But yeah, I would say watch it if you are willing to see a comedian experiment with their stand up. Otherwise, watch his other stuff. Right. Yep. All right. Was there anything else we want to say about this? Nope. All right. Let's end the show. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and also make sure to subscribe. You can follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at OffScreenBabble. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com slash OffScreenBabble. If you have any suggestions or feedback, please email us at OffScreenBabble at gmail.com. All right. Bye. Bye.